We want that sponsorship money. Oh, wait, we're never going to get it because I'm on this show. Hey, guys. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Wasted Local Talent. My name is Cecily. Um, you guys want to introduce yourselves? I'm Chris Rabb. I am Daniel. Yeah. Daniel. Daniel. What's up, everybody? Again. <laughs> <laughs> thanks for tuning in. You know, you know what it is. Yes. 13 Palms coming in, providing that shade. I think that's a t-shirt. Yeah. Ooh, I like that. 13 Palms here bringing first. that shade. It'll be exclusive <laughs> on the Wasted Local Talent Patreon. Boom! <laughs> that's coming soon. And I didn't have any ideas for the Patreon, so it was good that I brought that up on the fly. <laughs> You're welcome. We'll get that launched here soon. You're welcome. We just got to think of some awesome things to give back to the people. What do you want? People... Yeah, yeah. If you were if you were donating to our Patreon, what do you want? We can make it happen for you. Mm-hmm. So please DM us, send us an email, yes. let us know uh, what you would like to see out of the uh, WLT camp. I mean, we're gonna provide sexy voicemails. Yes. That's that's yes, that, that that is one of the things that we're gonna do. Is one yeah. of the tiers we will actually custom make you a ringtone um, for your phone. You want a of, you want a sexy voicemail message? Yeah. I got you. <laughs> yeah, we will call you and leave you a voicemail too. Sounds about that. Right. You know, you got a little smack talk. Maybe you just won your fantasy football championship and you need a little recorded voice memo. <laughs> Let me know. I'll do a script or I'll do a free form. Don't matter to me. Yeah. I'll do a proposal. Mm-hmm. We will propose to your significant other for you. For you. Yeah. There's, <laughs> is there is there a cute barista who works down the street that? You talk to her every day, or at least you think it, you do by telling her your order. <laughs> but you just don't know how to put it in the right words. If you, you donate one of our higher tiers, Daniel or myself or Cece will come be your moral support. And if it comes down to it, I'll ask her out for you. Yes, we'll do that for you. Be like, you don't know me, but I'm a foul mouth podcaster. <laughs> <laughs> and I bamboozled this poor young man out of his money <laughs> into thinking that this, he was donating to something that he wasn't. But I'm here to see if you would be interested in going to Long John Silver's <laughs> with this young man. He's paying for everything, and he does not have a blow-and-go in his car. <laughs> That's a lot better than mine. Mine will just be like, this guy wants to know. You want to fuck would, him? DPF, <laughs> 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 <you're> like, <laughs> bitch. That was better than what I was going to say. <laughs> but <laughs> Who did we have on this week, Daniel? Uh, the guys from Yes Music. Yes Music. And again, I didn't do my pre or post research, again, for their actual stage names. Um, so I apologize. But the guys from Yes Music, a couple um, fresh rappers, hip-hop artists from Clarksburg. A couple up-and-coming MCs. Yeah. We're in the house. Yeah, and we do a lot of advice giving. You can listen to Chris and myself give them a lot of advice on being Sounding old. Sounding real old. Things that I told myself I would never do. Right. Right. But here we are. But, you know, on the same time, to be real, we we talked about a lot of things that any up-and-coming artist of any genre is going to encounter on this episode. So, you know, just take it all with the the grain of salt. Um, We always talk... speak silly about a lot of things, but we most certainly speak from the heart. Yes. So when we're trying to talk about something that we're passionate about, we do it always from a good place. So yeah, it was an awesome conversation really nice. with those guys. 
Yeah, and me, Chris, Chris and I have had a lot of experience with playing music, not just locally, but touring. Out, outside the region, yeah. 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 So we, we've, we have a little bit of experience. So, I mean, we're, we're, we don't know it all. If, if we did, we wouldn't be podcasting. We would be in a very successful band. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what, man. <clears throat> I think that if this podcasting thing doesn't work out, I'm going to do a meat whistle project. That sounds very... Called the is it called the glory hole? Because that's Baney, what it called the called the Baney virtuosos. It's <laughs> perfect. Thanks. I just kind of came up with that on the fly. <laughs> we should do bits for wasted, of just like a, a five minute Chris Rab like a week, just like you just going off on whatever. I think that's hilarious. I think we should do that. Kind of like a you know what grinds my gears. Yeah, yeah, kind of like that, but. <sighs> You're playing a dangerous game. <laughs> yeah, I know. It would be You're at the, the dangerous very, game. very end of every episode. It'll keep people that want to hear right. some If very... you want it, you have to tune in or kind of search for it at the end. But yeah. if you're a casual listener, you, you probably won't make it that far. Yeah, probably not. I'm That's surprised fine. people make it past the intros of these sometimes. <sighs> I think that <laughs> I bring a colorful element to the program, which understandably it. is not for everybody because yeah. I'm HBO yeah. all the way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm not network TV. I'm HBO. Yep. That's why a certain certain podcasts. Yeah, like, I'm better for <laughs> than others. <laughs> like I'll, I'll drop a whole like some sexy elevator music right as Chris is getting ready to say something because. Dude, that was hilarious. That was hilarious. I remember hearing that in the last one and being like, what was I even talking? Oh, it was Ryan. It was something about About methamphetamines and. What Ryan did in his his downward spiral. If you would like to hear that, also direct message us and I will send you that clip because it is absolutely hilarious. It was just a little bit too (laughs) X-rated. <laughs> for what we're going for here, yeah. But you you keep tuning in, and it, it, we keep growing. So director's cut, wasted local talent, director's that'll cut. Be, I think we should do that'll be something for the pot. That, that for could the, be the uh, Patreon, the Patreon, like yeah. bonus content. Things, you get like the Chris Rabbit, Chris Rabbit worst <laughs> of <laughs> compilation. You you can also get the full uncensored version of the Disillusion Effect episode, which is, comes with about thirty <sighs> minutes of extra content. Yeah, that was like that a two-hour monster. Oh yeah. Yeah, that was highly edited. It was actually supposed to come back, come out back before their show in December, and, and mm-hmm. I'm not releasing until January because it's my fault. There it's was, not your fault. It's my fault. That's some of it. You, you got me. Well, I mean, you got me drunk. So tough I time of the year, the holidays. Yeah. It was. It was. Yeah. It was, a, was a lot going. It was a beast. On. I was still it was a beast we couldn't handle. So yeah. <laughs> anyway, not, not depressed anymore, are you, yeah, Daniel? Well, I had a great night last night. Okay. Peppy, anyway, let's uh, go peppy. ahead and get to the uh, our sponsors. <laughs> Here, I'll, I'll take it away. Yeah, yeah, since you guys do it. <laughs> anyway, I would just like to give a shout out to Trash Mouth Press. They create art, comics, and prints um, in the spirit of garbage. So, yeah, you can join Tyler in his creative journey as he explores uh, the trashier side of life. Yeah. I don't know I said it last week, but I really think that we should commission him to do a print of a all car- of us. A caricature. A ca- a I say a caricature, print. but of what our inner minds view the other people as. Oh, Because fuck. I think, like... I don't want to see that. I don't understand. That's too much reality. Right? I don't need to know what you people think of me. No, like... <laughs> especially with, Aww. like, Jed and I, because he, he views me as this old, crippled, decrepit man who's days away from hospice, and I view him as this old, crippled, decrepit man who's weeks away from hospice. So it'd be kind of like we just give him a description of what we think of each other and have him 
do a print of that. And that'll be something for the Patreon as well. I think that's a great idea. That's cool. I think that there's a lot of awesome organic ideas happening out of this intro right now. Look at that. So stay tuned to the Patreon. Donate for the Chris Rabbity Worst of Compilation. Ah, It's going to be beautiful. Audio clip. I couldn't even (laughs) tell you what's in there. A lot of this stuff doesn't sink. I mean... We play shows a lot, so people are like, oh, uh, I love that thing that you said before that song. It's like, you're going to have to be more specific. Yeah, and if, if you really, <laughs> really love Chris and his comedy and his vulgarness, check out Dissolution Effect Live because it's in between every song. It's beautiful. I just can't help myself. In the beginning, I remember being like, I'm going to be a cool, like, dark metal guy. And then I looked in the mirror. <laughs> and then I was like, that's not who I am at all. That's not who I am at all. I'm just an asshole. <clears throat> On stage. Make it work. Oh, and not just on stage. Anyway. Right, 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 right. <laughs> who's, our, who's our next? Uh, we got the donor. Gurus Gaming Podcast, Daniel. The Gurus Gaming Podcast is a podcast by gamers for gamers. Join Roger, Michael, Fulmsby, and Ryan Turner as they talk about everything video game related as well as everything else related. Hijinks, dick jokes, guaranteed every Monday. So be sure to tune in every Monday for new episodes and you can support them and receive bonus content at their Patreon. And that is patreon.com slash gurus of gaming. Gurus of gaming. That's one of our four podcasts that we have under the 13 Palm Trees <clears throat> shade. No, we're, gonna, we're not going to call it a banner. We're going to call it a shade now. Under the shade, the shade of the 13, of the 13 Palms. Palm Trees. No, um, <laughs> One of the four, um, and speaking of which, we also, uh, just to shout out the other podcast, we also have D&D Kinda, who as of today is the number thir- three podcast under the gaming and hobbies on iTunes. Oh my gosh. Woo! Beautiful. I love it. And Congrats, so Daniel. If you want to listen to me be <laughs> vulgar, check that out. It's a lot of fun. No. If, you, if you like D&D, honestly, You're not if you like a good story... Check I love D&D a good story. Kinda. I've heard that the story, the narrative of that has become something of a monster. Yeah. Hence the success. I yeah. mean, you never could have uh, imagined when you got it cooking and it's probably kind of gone through a metamorphosis. It has. It's, it's crazy how much like not only the podcast itself has grown, but our approach on recording the podcast. Right. And at first we were doing it for fun and we're still doing it because we love doing it, but... The best part about it is that we're so... I, it, we actually recorded it yesterday. We recorded another session yesterday for episode 14. And everybody's so invested in their characters now. And it's beautiful. And it's something that happens. Like when you first start playing, it's like, oh, you, you, your, your character is growing and you're getting to know your character as you're going through it. But now we're so invested in the story and our characters. And there's a lot... Like it got so emotional. And tune in. Like listen to it all. Episode 14, I was actually brought to tears it got so emotional because you're so invested in what's going on right and it's so much fun right. to do so so definitely check out dnd kind of dnd dropping the realist yeah. and also video game mythos is another one that we have and uh, they go over the history not the history but like backstory lore of video game characters as well like do you think that they're going to talk about what the tyrant's dick looks like oh my god i don't even want to know the tyrant just himself like okay it, I think this is a good segue. I think this is a good segue. I think this is a good segue. Remake. Blown away. Yeah. I hope that the gurus of gaming can provide a little insight in how I can avoid the tyrant in the police station because it's ruining my life and possibly is going to ruin a couple controllers. (laughs) I rage quit. There's not enough chemicals in Monongalia County to pacify this man when that happens. (laughs) Not enough. Not nearly enough. 
So hopefully they'll go over that. Okay, if I have something that I want to say that I'm doing, can I say it? For $20 a month. No, I was kidding. <laughs> go ahead. Okay, because I have this thing, like, I do ecstatic dances. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you guys have ever heard of that. No, I don't um, know what that it's is. Super... Hey, go ahead and plug it. That, plug it. Yeah. Okay, then I will. What is it, first of all? Ecstatic dance is basically a freeform dance gathering. Um, I use electronic music, like, so everyone can, like, kind of connect through like bass music because I'm really into like experimental bass and just dance music in general. But basically there are three rules. Like there's no shoes, no booze and no alcohol or wait, no shoes, no booze and no talking on the dance floor. And it's like, you're just connecting. It's kind of a hippy dippy thing if you haven't heard of it before, but I really love it. It's a totally sober, like conscious event. And, um, yeah, you just dance, honestly. Like, in any which way, you can, like, do yoga. You can do fucking back just However you want to do it. Mm-hmm. However you want to do it on the dance floor, like, you mm-hmm. can. But there's no talking. It's very... It's almost meant to be spiritual and very... Uh, sorry. <laughs> appropriate, Dan. Very appropriate. That. If this is recording, please keep that. But <laughs> anyway, it's about body liberation because no. a lot of the time, like... I don't know if you guys notice this, but I do like in society, we're limited in a lot of ways and how we move and like what's acceptable and mm-hmm. just like releasing like our inner animal kind of, if that mm. makes sense. So Chris on the dance floor. To this. No, I feel like I could get crazy. <laughs> no, that's okay. You should. I'm going to night at the Roxbury. Some <laughs> yeah. poor girl who's just trying to feel her own feng sway. And I'm going to be like, you from out of town? No. <laughs> no talking <laughs> <now>. <laughs> I know. I know. I, c- well, I couldn't. <laughs> I couldn't mm. shut the fuck up long enough. No, but it's okay. <laughs> I encourage anyone who's curious to come. It's it's so uh, when when is it? Like when it's yeah, February when? Saturday, February second from eight PM to ten PM. Where is it at? At the Mon and Galia Art Center in their Tanner Theater. And um during it it's ten dollars to get in, you get access to Exact Dance and to all of their open art galleries. Okay, so like cool. it's supposed to revolve around art and music. So like during the dance you're going to get tired if you're dancing. I get tired. I fucking rage out. So, like, sometimes I just go look at the art and then come back when I'm not, you know, so, like, tired. But, yeah, it's really cool. And and what's it, what's it called again? Ecstatic Dance. Ecstatic Dance. Yeah. And are, is this something that you're, you're kind of putting on yourself? Yeah, I facilitate it. Oh, awesome. That's yeah. sweet. And all the proceeds <laughs> will go back to uh, the Monarch Center. Excellent. Yeah, so I'm this just is like, more or less well. a benefit for the Monarch Center. Kind of, but I'm also just really passionate about exact dance, so I just right. trying to bring to... that into the fray, turn yeah. people onto the scene. Yeah, I had two events last summer, and they were there were about like twenty to twenty five people, and it was super awesome, super intimate. It's supposed to be really intimate, and um, I need some kind of get you connected with humans on a different <laughs> level. Oh, what'd you say? What'd you say? Don't worry about it. Okay. <laughs> I said I need some intimacy. <laughs> You can come. You had someone over last night, Daniel. Get out of here. But get out of bullshit. Yeah. So you guys. It was the tyrant. He's definitely smooth down there. (laughs) (laughs) Are we recording? Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, Yeah, we're recording. Um. But yeah, check it out. Where can people find out information about this? There's a Facebook event um, page. Share it on the WLT. Static dance. Yeah, we'll get that. We'll get that shared out there, and then yeah. We can we can go ahead and plug that on every every week. 
That would be yeah, awesome. That way it gets you like a little bit of promotion. That's cool. Yeah. You're a good man, Daniel. Thanks, guys. I appreciate yeah, that. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, now that we're almost 20 minutes into this intro, um, not to bore you some more, but we have one more <laughs> sponsor to talk about. Um, that's Thunderprints. Boom. From Morgantown, West Virginia. They are a screen printing company ran by Matt and Megan Stewart. Beautiful, amazing people. Everything is hand pulled. Megan's so nice. Oh, they're they're both, and she's an amazing cook. Oh my god, like is I, she? Dude, yeah. Like they had us up. They had me and Michael and some people over uh, right after Christmas, and man, she made just some just great dishes, like <sighs> buffalo chicken dip, and they make stuff. bomb and, ass t-shirts. Yeah, awesome. Don't work. shrink. <clears throat> Soft as yes. Bella canvas. I'm talking like <laughs> soft as a baby's butt. Like if we're, somebody mentioned earlier, angel kisses. Like that's what it feels like when you're wearing one of these shirts. <laughs> angel kisses. <laughs> That'll also be on the Patreon. Angel kisses. Yes. Oh no, my no, we won't. God. No, I didn't record it, but Thunderprints. But yes, the only time you've been more comfortable was in your mother's womb. That's very true. <laughs> that's perfect. Check them out on Instagram. Check them out and uh, Facebook at Thunderprints WV and Thunder Supply Co. Um, as well, uh, check them out. And if you actually use the promo code when you make your first order of Thunder Thirteen, mm-hmm. you get thirteen. No, you get fifteen percent off your first order. Wow, that's Thunder Thirteen. That's a special thing that they're doing with us here at Thirteen Palm Trees. Wow. So you wow. actually get fifteen percent off your first order by using the promo code Thunder Thirteen. I believe they're still using it. They nice. should be. I'm gonna have to take advantage um, of that. Yeah, get some swag, some yes. metal swag. Yes. For the kids. And they're they're great to work with. They've got a great turnaround time. Everything's awesome. They're super easy to work with too. So definitely check those guys out. Absolutely. And last but not least, we're gonna give a little love to our friends in Worst Kept Secret for oh, letting yeah. us use their overrated ballad <laughs> bender. Be sure to request it at every live Worst Kept Secret show. Be sure to stream it more often than the other Worst Kept Secret songs to send them a message that it's time for them to pull it out of retirement. So I actually have been talking with Eric Kirkland, my producer, the, the um, producer that worked on that album for them, and they have a quote-unquote cock rock version of that song, and it's oh, wow. absolutely amazing, and I'm currently still trying to get my hands on it for so we could put it in the podcast because it's are they going to release it on the next no, thing? No, this is something they just did in the studio. Just Sean just got on there and sang it all, like, like just like Steel was, Panther. No, I'm talking like Limp Biscuit. Oh my god! Like, or well, no, not not so much Limp Biscuit. More like Nickelback. Creed okay, style. okay, a little um, more, a little more broed out. Yeah, and it's hilarious. Did so, he wear an Affliction T-shirt? When he, he probably performed? he probably had to. He like, did. it's the only way you can channel that kind of. He energy. probably borrowed it from <laughs> Pat. <laughs> borrowed it from Pat he Cole. I know he's in his closet. He's got a few Affliction T-shirts and a couple pairs of Ed Hardy jeans. He doesn't want anybody to know about. I forgot about. But I know about him. Speaking of speaking of Pat Cole, um, Pat, I heard that he wants to come and talk some shit because he's afraid that we're talking shit. But I don't. When's he going to show up? He he does, but you don't want to. I just want to say to Pat Cole, if you need help fighting your neighbor. Come at me, because apparently, him, apparently he's had had trouble with his new neighbor, and I feel bad for him. Oh, really? So, yeah. Um, what did I tell you earlier? We can go pay him a visit. Yeah, we go pay him a visit. <laughs> 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 we'll go ahead on right down there. Yeah. I, would, I would love the opportunity to take yeah. care of this for him. Yeah, because <laughs> as much flack as we give Pat, we love him. Secret, we love this guy. We love him, but I do so. wish he would show up to <laughs> yeah. finally. Get me yep. back from all this smack yep. I'm talking. I'm waiting. I'm excited. That'll also be on the Patreon. 
We'll just do that. We'll just do an episode of back and forth wasted local versus worst kept secret. Back and Ooh. forth smack talk. Let's let's do it. Let's I got an idea. I got an idea. If they donate enough, we have an episode that is the roast of Pat Cole. <laughs> oh my God! Yes, Kitty. It, that's whether or not he can handle it. But but the thing is, is I'll participate as a roaster. <laughs> So I get to, I'm going to be roasted too. Oh yeah. Anyone who participates, that's the way it works yep. for anyone who's not familiar. But if you're going to give it, you're going to get gonna it. You're going to get it. And that's fair. And the guy, and the guest of honor will essentially get the last word and he can mm -hmm. shut it down. Yeah. He can shut it down on all of us, man. Let's do it. We want to have, have you, Pat. Sessions. Yeah. Yeah. Come We're going to throw shade ideas. at 13 Palms. <laughs> yeah. The 13 Palm Tree shade. That's right, baby. You know what it is. I'm going to work on that eating disorder. I heard that you're doing better, so it's time to drag you down. <laughs> time to drag you way down. Now, for, for anybody out there that, that it, we're not making fun of an eating disorder, Pat Cole has been working out and losing a lot of weight, um, healthily, but we don't... I heard um, he's just been doing a lot of pre-workout. <laughs> I thought you were going to say meth. <laughs> well, but no, we're proud of you, Pat Cole. Just, you know, you're killing your liver, but this isn't either here nor there. <laughs> Your kidneys as well are also suffering. So yeah, check out uh, Worst Kept Secret, <laughs> Worst Kept Secret WV on Instagram. Um, search for forum on Facebook by searching Worst Kept Secret. Uh, check out Confidence, Arrogance, everywhere yes. and everywhere, and be ready for a new Worst Kept mm -hmm. Secret release in 2019. Yeah, actually, yeah, they are. Yeah. they are in the studio now. So. Shit's about to get hot. Yep. So and uh, with that, we will go ahead and. Um, I believe this intro might be longer than the actual episode, so here you go. Here's the guys from Yes Music. <laughs> Enjoy. <laughs> Boom. What is up, everybody? I'm Daniel. And I'm Chris Rabb. Today we're wasting our talent with... I'm Marv. I am B Major. From? Y-E-S Music. Stands for Your Every Sound. Your Every Sound Music. So what style of music do you guys perform? M mostly like rap, trap, but I, I say we have like little alternative swings to us every now and then. Yeah, I, I f not to like sound cocky, but I feel like we can, we uh, use a lot of different styles of music in our music, but it's mainly based around like rap and uh, like you said, like trap sounds. But we've we've definitely experimented with like different sounds from even like country rock. Yeah, you like, guys sample like a lot of different kinds of stuff. Yeah, yeah, we we do we do whatever we think, like we do what we like to do pretty much. So nice. Yeah, it's like creative freedom. That's yeah, nice. That's what I do whenever I write music. Like, I've got country songs that I've written that nobody will ever hear. Because <laughs> I fucking hate country, but sometimes it just comes out. So <laughs> sometimes a dog dies. And a girl leaves you, and your truck breaks down, and you can't find a rope to hang yourself. So you right, a country you gotta, you gotta express. <laughs> you just don't have the courage to Robin Williams yourself. Exactly. Exactly. You'd like to think you do, but you don't. Yeah. <laughs> what What kind of music do you make usually? Country. Obviously, I just said it. Just, just country. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, it's a lot of uh, just melodic rock. Honestly. Cool. So, cool. I'll I'll link you up with my SoundCloud later. Oh I'll yeah, definitely. It, so. A lot, so of, guys, a lot of different flavors on this show. Yeah. It's a melting pot. Yeah, mix it up. <laughs> so YES Music, um, when did you guys form? Have you been doing this for a while? Um, yeah, we've we've been doing this for a while, but the actual name itself, YES Music, actually came probably like a couple months ago, actually. Mm -hmm. uh, 
we we were both you know we both graduated together and stuff well he was he was like a grade below me but we went to the same school and we had always like been friends and knew we made music and stuff and we never like went under a, like a team name or anything like that but um i'd say around last year we had uh started doing like a more team based like music and stuff like that and um we didn't actually have an, like a name or anything like that but we uh we finally decided on making it making this more of like a organization type like label kind of thing probably like two or three months ago so nice so where are you are you, are you do you want to like grow this into bringing in more artists yeah and that's that's okay. that's definitely the end goal like we want we want this to be more of like a community mm-hmm. rather than just like like a label mm-hmm. i guess like we're wanting to bring people in and grow as like a state of artists and mm-hmm. stuff like that so see that's uh it's kind of strange because hash that's kind of what they're doing over there oh, in yeah. his outfit mm-hmm. do you think that like the um kind of jump on everybody's back and let's kind of do it together is something that's different to hip-hop something exclusive with hip-hop because people are maybe a little more open to collaborate and work together because we had another guest just a couple of weeks ago uh we talked about that a lot mm-hmm. so for you guys to come out that it's just I'm getting the impression that this is kind of something because I play in a heavy metal band. Yeah. And not that there isn't camaraderie there, but it's outfit by outfit where you don't get that in- intermingling all the time. You know what I mean? So I think that's really sweet. I think that's awesome. Thanks. People can't see you shake your head on a podcast, by the way. <laughs> I, I, well, <laughs> we are recording it on video, but yeah. <laughs> if they don't watch the video. This uh, ain't Joe Rogan. <laughs> God damn, I wish it was. Yeah, but no, I mean, um, I definitely think that it's it's something that like this area needs, in sure. my opinion. I, I think I wouldn't say it's necessarily like you know original or different in like the hip hop community because I'm sure like there's people trying to do this everywhere. Mm-hmm. But like I feel like this is something that this area needs to you know grow musically, like to just get as many people together as we possibly can to kind of like you know, put our mark on the map as like a state. Yeah. You know, so that that's pretty much like the whole goal of this like community or whatever you want to call it. It's, it's, it's still developing. So mm. it's not like a, uh, we don't really have a certain direction. We're just kind of testing the waters right now. So nice. I think that, um, you know, being from West Virginia in general, regardless of what kind of artist you are, you're an underdog. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, far. it's going to be beneficial to do that pack mentality attack yeah. on trying to make your mark on whatever you're doing. Mm-hmm. See, you guys got the you got the right outlook, man. Yeah, what you got to do. Like like you were saying, Chris, from everybody that I've talked to in hip hop, like they are more willing to work together, collaborate together, especially in West Virginia, because as a community of artists, they know how hard it is to make it, not just in West Virginia, but anywhere. So they're willing to work together for to push each other to, towards that final goal. And like Chris said, bands don't have that mentality because they want to be all about them. They want I mean, some bands do. Some bands do help each other. But you do get that. It's all about me mentality a lot of times. Yeah. And so <clears throat> very team I, oriented. Mm-hmm. Our team, my band versus. Yeah. Versus mm-hmm. theirs, yep. yeah. yeah like a big problem, too, with like organizations and stuff is like 
nobody seems like they want to do it until like they have or they know they have back support for them. Mm-hmm. So like, like I know a lot of people that like play riffs and shit and they will post it like online. And it's great. Like it sounds really good. Like they can make their own original stuff. Like even like people that rap and freestyle and stuff, but like they don't show they can do it. Like to a public, you know what I mean? Like, it's a different animal. Yeah, like they're yeah. afraid. Like, it's almost like they're afraid to like jump out and express themselves, like, yeah. musically. More people want to die. Mm-hmm. They prefer death over public speaking. <laughs> yeah. I mean, honestly, like, I've been playing music for poof, 17, 16, 17 years now. Old man. How old are you? <laughs> 32. Really? Yeah. Didn't look like yeah. Old man, you're about there. I'd get some motherfucker. But, um, Shit. But even now, like still getting on stage is, to me, it's nerve wracking. Yeah. Like it's still, I get nervous <laughs> and once I'm into it, it's fine. Sometimes, depending on the amount of Jack Daniels I've had. Um, <laughs> yeah, but, true. you know, it's still, it is, it's tough. It's like, it's tough being an artist and I don't like, I, you put me on stage with a guitar playing music, I'm fine. You but put the, me on stage speaking, I won't get do the, it. Shit, Remember our, being our, <laughs> oh my yeah, God, our, my first show is... An experience for sure. My God. Let's, let's like, hear about it. I want yeah, to hear about yeah, it. Tell us about it. Oh, no. Okay. <laughs> well, I remember watching like 60-year-old women just walking out. Like, <laughs> Did you like, play at the, like, a, like a nursing home? <laughs> no. Okay. Like I mean, a hospice it center? Was like, it was like a country That's club. That's where I go. I, I gave up on the mall. I started trolling for ass at the, at the hospice care like months ago. <laughs> yeah, like. <laughs> Me on my fucking hover around just. Gangsta Hey, baby, you got no one who came and saw you for Christmas. <laughs> Playing like 40s jazz. Just yeah. I'll pretend to be your grandson. <laughs> they don't even know where they're at. They're just, like, <laughs> just watching. Yeah, like, okay, so uh, we, uh, he, Sean was living with, uh, Sean was living with a friend that also made music, and um, he was working at this, like, bar and grill type deal, and uh I guess he had talked to the managers and stuff because they have they do like live music and stuff there every now and then like every couple weekends, and he but like was, uh, no rappers like no rappers <laughs> no it's, this is like a country club like, this all... is like alternative like that's a very tough situation to walk into yeah, yeah hip hop well, like the way <laughs> me and him me and him had no idea like what we were getting ourselves into like mm-hmm. he's like he's just like talking this up like yeah this is gonna be like a show like this is like our show and stuff like that and we get there and like You're like hell yeah E and J on the way there and we get there and it's like. <laughs> Like sixty-year-olds and like just families people? eating dinner. <laughs> like, what's yeah, it's just like a normal set, like just like a regular like restaurant. A bar, like yeah, a, like yeah, a restaurant bar. Yeah, yeah. It's just like like oh. probably like the age range, probably like maybe thirty to like eighty. <laughs> He's just like normal, like you know, blue-collar people, like just eating dinner. We walk in. I'm like, there's no stage, no nothing. Like we're just. I'm like There's just like a couple on the cords. Like those the are, those are rough. Yeah, those Walking are rough. Like, fuck, where do we set up in that corner? Cool. Yeah, no, we're literally just like, there's like right two Right back by the karaoke machine. <laughs> that, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, we're just like, there's just like two microphones and like one amp set back in like the corner of the fuck, like the corner of the restaurant. And I'm like, oh gosh, like, I was like, this is not where we need to be right now. Like, this is not our crowd or nothing. So we like, we like get performing and it's just a blank stare at us the whole mm. time. Like no, no reaction. People are just like confused while we're even there. Was like, anyone, did anyone look angry? Did anyone? I don't think. Did so. you get the? Did you get the look like? 
<laughs> maybe like a guy in the back, very back. But <laughs> yeah. I think they were just confused. And yeah. like, I'm pretty sure my mic was like a karaoke mic. Too. Yeah, like yeah. It wasn't even like a real mic. <laughs> it was really rough. There's like a grizzly bear on the wall. And like, I'm singing, like looking up, like seeing a grizzly and bear. And that's, that's been my only show. So it's oh, like. It's the only show. Oh, shit. So that, yeah. Like, that's my experience so far with like performing. So I'm like. They're uh, not all that bad. Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. You're paying your dues now, man. It's only up from here. <laughs> Most it's most so of them are about. Well, that I would bad, hope that, so. That's, that's <laughs> pretty bad. My worst experience. I was playing. We were on tour with my old band, and we were playing up in Michigan. And this lady booked us two nights, and it was legit. Like she paid for all of our food, paid for gas, paid us like two hundred fifty dollars a show, put us up in hotels, like nice hotels. And she's like, the first show is at this restaurant. Like, just play in the back, and we get there, and it's a legit. Italian five-star fucking restaurant. Like you had to wear like Ooh. a tie to be there. What? And we're this like jacket policy. <laughs> well, th- they, they were fine with us, but they were, we're, we're darling ways. We were like a, a fucking cut your wrist emo band, like wearing eye makeup, like the fucking straightening our hair, all that shit. And we go in there and we're just like, Oh yeah, <laughs> bad news. We, we did it. And we played just as loud as we normally do. <laughs> People fucking hated it, but you can't compromise. You, regardless of where you play, mm-hmm. what you do stays the same. Yep. You're the common denominator. Yep. The audience can do whatever they want to do, yeah. and it doesn't matter because you're going to go and eat a lot of dick at a lot of shows. <laughs> yeah. And it's not your fault. Figuratively. The promoter sucks. Like, <laughs> and- whoever put it together didn't know what the hell they were doing, or you had a lot of artists maybe falling in and out, and by the end of it, they're like, well, it's a show. <laughs> and my worst Let's hear show it. story. Let's hear it. Which playing heavy metal, that's a certain that's, cream of the crop, yeah. my friends. Yep. Uh, we were doing a little Ohio weekend double dip kind of scenario. First show went great. Second show, we drive to Kent, Ohio. College town. Love Kent. Cool town. We hung out all day. It was sick. We finally get to the club, and it really looked like a place like from Goodfellas, like maybe a place that the guys from Goodfellas would hang out. Like they had the old booths Mm -hmm. and like the padded upholstery on the walls and stuff like that. It was creepy. Illegal gambling going on in the back. There was a lot of illegal things going on at this place. Just for the sake of, uh, you know, legalities, we'll leave names out. out, (laughs) But um, we went there, man. They didn't have any kind of, They played music for the bar on record players. Like everything, they played only vinyl at this bar. (laughs) That's a pretty legit thing. Wait, when was this? That's commitment. When was this? He's not that old. This was, uh, no, this this is like two years ago. (laughs) (laughs) This is like two years ago. (laughs) Yeah, this is two years ago. So it becomes clear that this place is not just into selling beverages, if you know what I'm saying. (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) Like, there's a lot of people kind of coming in and out, and they're not going to the show at all. So the lineup at the end of the day was four bands. We were the second band. The first band was a three-piece emo acoustic band. And then us, who play, like, progressive death metal. (laughs) So that transition was a little jarring for the audience. And I remember playing it, and it just you see it just dissipate. <laughs> the turnout wasn't great, but I swear to God, within the end of the first song, 90% of the crowd, they were fucking out of there. They were done. They Bye. looked at me like, you know, when you're screaming in their face, it's 
sometimes it's difficult it's for them to process yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. that whole thing. Confused, like <laughs> yeah, right yeah, yeah. It's a hostage situation. <laughs> um, so we played a couple of songs, and like legitimately, I remember after the second one, no one applauded or anything. <laughs> it was just crickets after we were done. Do you ever do that where like nobody applauds and you just clap for yourself? <laughs> I do that shit all I the time. I do the Ric Flair. You do that? <laughs> <laughs> I do the Ric Flair. Just when you need a little, you Not know, Rick levity Wayne. in a situation, just throw a woo. <laughs> all right. No, I've got a habit of look, look. I don't know if you've ever seen us play, but I'll get on the microphone if nobody claps after a song. I'm like, fuck it, I'll clap for me. Like, I'll, I'll just do it. Like, I'll call everybody. Out. I don't care. That's really where I was going with this story is I was like, well, we're going to cut a couple of songs and we're going to get out of here soon. But I'm going to go ahead and take my shots now. I try to be nice and do the job and be professional. So let's I'm going to heckle these motherfuckers. <laughs> I told him that they were the worst crowd that I'd ever seen in my fucking life. And I'm sorry that someone lied to him that they weren't going going to a metal show. But two out of four bands still were metal bands. So. Go fuck your mother. I, was, I threw out our <laughs> email em. address, our did band you, email. I was like, any hate mail? I, I always do that. No one ever sends anything. Really? I mean, so if you're listening to this right now and you <laughs> don't like Disillusion Effect, please send a fuck you email to disillusioneffect at gmail.com. <laughs> I'll get right on that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll be the first. For the Fill kids. Out. You're just having right a now. day. Whatever. <laughs> Filling one out right now. Just saying. But there'll be a lot of those shows. I think that's the lesson. Just persevere and bro out. That's that's what's the big thing. Whatever the entourage of the band or the outfit is, man, you go out on the road and you make it a party. Yeah, and it's all, an, ex it's it. all an experience, too. Like, like yeah. each show is, like, an experience to get better and get more comfortable with, like, crowds and audiences. Mm -hmm. So, like, even if, like, the first show is, like, just a bunch of old guys looking at you confused, don't even know where they're at, like, <laughs> at least you're getting, like, practice before big things happen, mm -hmm. you know? If you ever yeah. get... Uh, elderly home gig I'd like I to hope get a to god I do honestly. I'd like to get a spot on that <laughs> I would, I'd love I'd love to rap in front of a bunch of old yeah people. could you imagine like I getting mean, a gig there and like mm. we're, we're actually like rapping and stuff and they're like like really getting into it like there's like, <laughs> like finally some, like, some rap music like that'd be nuts yeah, I mean, in a few years, I'll probably be living in one. So, you guys, I'll, I'll make sure to mention you guys. <laughs> Get you booked at the local uh, retirement home. <laughs> give, them, give them a plug. Throw them an opportunity. Yeah, yeah, we'll do it, yeah. These guys are great. Right no. around, I'm going to around. Oh, what, what's funny is I, um, I volunteered as a part of my capstone project in college. To I volunteered at an elderly home. And they loved karaoke there, so we did like the karaoke Olympics. I wish I would have gotten some footage from that party. <laughs> Man, they were lit. And <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, a couple geriatric women may have offered things. <laughs> did you accept? Oh, yeah. I did not. I did not accept. That's I was in a though. I was in a serious relationship. Oh, at the I don't know how I'd saying. react. I'd be just kind of froze. But I was conflicted. I was conflicted. It happens. So what's um, what do you guys got cooking up right now, man? What are you doing? He got an album out already. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I actually uh, unofficially dropped my first album, my debut album, I guess you would call it. Um, I um, where can they find it? Where can the people find it? Oh, SoundCloud.com/slash/bmajor and major is spelled M-A-E-J-O-R. Hell yeah. Um, I'll I'll post that in the. Uh like the uh, description to link everything okay. if you guys want me to link it. Yeah, I appreciate cool. that. Yeah. Yes, sir. 
but yeah, I uh, I recently dropped my first album and been working on it for a couple months. It's uh pretty much like what you would expect from that is a it's it's very experimental. It's different sounds. Like each song, in my opinion, is different from each other. Just trying to find my sound, mm-hmm. and uh, it's called Clouds. And he actually, uh, Sean actually had given me this like what he thinks it means, which I, I kind of took from that and it was like you know each song is different and every cloud you see is different so it's kind of like it matches up so yeah it's kind of like a um experimental kind of thing so yeah I'd, i'm I'd, on track too uh, oh yeah like, you, you only listened to one and two no no i'm on oh track you're two. on okay oh, yeah. so you, I, just, I just want to add <laughs> I'm that to plug it man that's really <laughs> one track too. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah, sorry. yeah no he he's he's actually the only feature on the whole album every every other one is just me on it. It's nice. dope too. He did it on his phone everything. Like, are you kidding what? me? Edited yeah, yeah, every, every phone. no what? every every it's single nuts. song. I, I recorded the whole album on my phone on GarageBand. Yeah, I would uh, honestly. I was literally getting ready to ask you because I listened to it because you sent it to me. Uh huh. And I really enjoyed it, and it, the quality was great. And I was going to ask you where you recorded. Yeah, no, it's it's all all on my iPhone. Did you, did you like do all the vocals? Like just do your yeah. Every every yeah. every vocal oh, track every. You know, all the editing, mm. everything was done on my phone. Damn. Jesus Christ. Yeah. I need to step my game up. These kids nowadays. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like, like all that's... This, all this software and I can't get my shit to sell. That should be, like, big inspiration <laughs> for a lot of people. Yeah, and, that, yeah, like, that's I mean, that's the goal, too. Like, I'm, I'm trying to, you know, influence other people. Like, if they hear my music, like, you know, it's... Like, you don't need You yeah, don't DIY. need, like, all this... Like fancy equipment and stuff. Mm. Like you can, if you know, if you just take some time out of your day, like figure out these softwares that mm. are completely free. Like you can make like decent quality music, like yeah, with what you, you got. You know, YouTube. Like I learned how to mix from YouTube. Yeah, you yeah. yeah YouTube's a great tool. Yeah. Like it really is. Like it's helped me a lot. I, I mean, a lot about like um, like vocal edits and stuff through like mm. Logic and stuff with YouTube. Yeah, you like, use Logic. Yeah, Logic Pro X. That's what I use. Hell yeah, love it. Fucking love it. <laughs> but yeah, the like everything. YouTube and the nice thing about iPhones, like if you have an iPhone, like you have a recording software, yeah, for free, yeah. And if you're a musician, like whenever I'm out on the road, like if, if I'm touring, I don't do it anymore, but I would always be writing stuff, yeah. You know, you could just so much downtime, oh, yeah, so much yeah. band writing stuff, and typically it turn out like really weird <clears throat> music, but like you know, you have that outlet to where you can record. Wherever you're at, something you to put to those yeah, ideas. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah there's, use them or lose them, man. <laughs> oh, dude, that riff's sick. I'm gonna remember that riff tomorrow. What was yeah, that riff? Times I've said that to myself. <laughs> yeah, the lost. I'll record riffs. it later. I actually got to the point to where I started just, and it wouldn't matter. I'd record everything. Oh, I do that now. Yeah. Like if I like come yeah. up with like a melody or like a mm-hmm. bar or something, like I'll pull out my voice memos and just hurry up and sing it real quick or whatever, and then just leave it be, and then I'm yeah, just, like, come back to it. Like, yeah, you, that's you the build same a little thing arsenal. I do as well, yeah. So SoundCloud, it's B major. Yes. And um, other social medias, like do you have um, Instagram, Facebook, where people can find you? Yeah, actually, that that's why I um that's why I said I'd unofficially drop my album because mm-hmm. right now I'm uh, on like a social media. I don't even know what you would call it. Like, like a break. I, I guess a break. I haven't. I've deleted all my social media apps until like the first of 2019. Mm-hmm. So um. Yeah, you but know, all as, my- a, as a as an up and coming artist in West Virginia, social media is going to be your best friend. Oh yeah, no, a hundred percent. Yeah, like <laughs> that's why that that's back. why it's until like 2019. Mm-hmm. Like I'm coming in like a storm. Like mm-hmm. I'm, I, I, like I'm promoting 
it like in your face like you're probably going to get annoyed but like i'm I'm promoting everything i got but no all my social media is uh b major music mm-hmm. or it's like at b major music on instagram and twitter and then facebook i don't even know if i can even get into that anymore <laughs> i haven't used <laughs> facebook for i don't even know how long but i just make a new one yeah all right yep yeah, but every everything's the same um, except for SoundCloud. It's uh, soundcloud.com slash major, And then you got Twitter and Instagram at Music, And, yeah, that's that's where you can find me. That's where you can find my stuff. Hell, yeah. And, Sean, what about you? Uh, for me, it'd be um, – it's kind of funny, actually. All of my ads on every social media platform, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter – is at Marv Olis because people couldn't pronounce my name right. They thought I was Marv Ellis, but I'm Marvelous. So I had to, you know, sound it out for him. So it's Marv, M A R V O H L I S, Marv Olis. Like, so people would get it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's everything Soundcloud, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. <laughs> just so people know how to pronounce it. I, I dig s- it. I still get yeah. people in like uh, Fortnite too. Like, I'll play Marvo Hills. They oh, think I'm Marvo Hills or. <laughs> Marv Olis, <laughs> like the, they call me some crazy names. So. Bro, my favorite is definitely Marvo Hills. <laughs> I might, if I become an R and B singer, that's gonna be my Marvo Marvo Hills. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll take like R&B West Virginia name. Hills and put it in the background. The, and shout out. Do some weddings and some classy parties. <laughs> do some receptions. You'll definitely get into those retirement homes then. Oh yeah, yeah, and then it's on playing their little little dances. Next up, Marvo yeah. Hills, I twenty nine. The Christmas Dance 2020. <laughs> <laughs> so as f- uh, after you dropped uh, your album, do you have any other like plans for 2019 as far as touring or playing shows, anything like that? Yeah, actually, I had um, I had been doing some research on trying to get um, trying to get on on some like very small like festivals, like pop mm-hmm. festivals or whatever. I've been doing some re- research on that. And also, uh, we've we've both been looking into um, like coast to coast. I don't know if have you, have you ever heard of coast to coast. Mm-mm. It's basically a showcase tour. It's like a um, tour that goes across the country, and they even go like they even go out of country. Like they go, it's pretty much a global thing, and they pretty much have these shows. They're kind of like competitions, but they're mainly for like showcasing artists from all around the like nation net, and like networking, like reaching. Yeah, out. yeah, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. We've been looking into that too because that's that's. It's it's very very primarily hip hop too, which is right down our alley. Mm-hmm. So that's that's what we've been looking into now. But as far as just like individual like singles tours or anything like that, I haven't really. Yeah, we're kind of lost in that to be completely honest. Like, yeah, we we're... need help with that <laughs> to be sure. We we'll reach out to because yeah. I know I mean obviously the the local hip hop community is accepting of just helping everybody. So I'd be reaching out to a lot of them. Like you've got, I mean, Gandhi from Morgantown. Like he's he's blowing up. I've heard of him. I actually yeah. just followed <clears throat> him today. Yeah, he's. We had him on um, a couple episodes, and Elias from Morgantown. You got TK yeah. Blockstar. Like I mean, there's a bunch of them up there, and they're all just great, and they're mm-hmm. really good at networking. So I would definitely be reaching out to them, like as your. You know. Yeah, we actually, I'd actually listened to your all's podcast with him on it, and mm-hmm. like that's how I discovered him. So I was like, yeah, you know, I'm gonna here. give him a follow, and like, you know, down the road, definitely hit him up, and mm. you know, try to try to get something going there. So he is good, and he's fucking hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> he's so funny. It's it, like that's really what it's about anymore, too. Mm. Like it's really about your personality mm. now. Like that's that's where you're gonna get most of your fans, like yeah. social media, like your antics, like how how you perceive your personality like it doesn't even matter about talent anymore it seems like you know mm-hmm. i mean the technology covers a lot of blemishes in the yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. 
there's, like, a lot of, there's a lot of stuff to help you out if you need to practice more. Yeah, and like working together too, like 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 you said, like you know, getting with other artists of like collectives and stuff, like that would definitely help out a lot. Like just to you know, reach out, meet somebody they might know, like you know that we don't know, etc. Yeah, that, like connections within like the state is definitely important because you know there's not there's not a whole lot that we can like connect. Like there's not a whole lot of connections we can really make within the state. So it's, it's like it, the more that we connect with other people that know people that know people is where like it's it's really going to kick off cuz you know you can't just like go to like a bar in what like around this area and just be like hey like can we can we do a gig cuz like that's not the audience that you know, right, that, like right. we're we're not the genre that like the audiences there want. Yeah, you know what, like, I mean? what song so, are you covering? Like, get up to Morgantown. Yeah, 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 exactly. Reach out to some places in Morgantown cuz they're really I mean, they're doing a lot more hip hop up there. Yeah, now been, more than yeah. ever, yeah. for sure. I've yeah. been hearing a lot about it too. Like, I've looked to move up there, like before, mm-hmm. like just because, like, like you got one, two, three, Pleasant Street, Main Stage. Mm-hmm. There's like also like other like little like bars and venues and stuff. I'm sure would be acceptive. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, just it, like I said, it never hurts to ask. Like, oh, yeah, go definitely. go anywhere. I mean, like reaching out. Like me and Chris were talking about it beforehand. Like how tough it is to get booked because you. I mean, like you could message thirty clubs. Ten percent mm-hmm. or less yeah. response, mm-hmm. and it's not anything. You have to realize that, in spite of just getting rejected and rejected and rejected, yeah. it's not you. You're just getting lost in the static and the mm-hmm. noise because everyone's doing the exact same thing that you are. Yeah, everyone's mm-hmm. trying to get famous. So, trying to make yeah, famous. no, really though, yeah. <laughs> but once, if you have a good product, it's only a matter of time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's only a matter of time before you're going to get those opportunities. So you just have to keep grinding, man. And don't be afraid to say no to things. Mm-hmm. Like if you, oh, well, this is going to be a great opportunity for you to come and play this pop punk yeah. alternative fest. It's like, well, who else is hip hop on the bill? Well, you guys might be the only ones. That's like, uh, that, that's like that. To, um, to me, I would fucking do it. Yeah, but there's still always that. I like being that standout. You can though. do it. You can do it. I mean, it. But you need to know that you're going into a lion's den. And oh, I yeah. think that you need to just pick your spots. Yeah. And if you do that smarter, that's okay. That doesn't mean you're this or you're that. It's just like, listen, man, I'm not trying to spend all my money and these resources mm-hmm. to get these guys together to do this show where motherfuckers are just going to shit on us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And there's, there's still always that like one chance that there's like two or three people in the crowd that like really fuck with your shit. And right. it's like, mm-hmm. you know, they might be like, Oh, like mm-hmm. I, I went to this festival and saw these guys mm-hmm. and like, they might share, you know, right. Like it, it's all about it, those like two <clears throat> or three people that like tell two or three people that, you know, Oh no, to get the, the, to get the ball rolling a little bit. Absolutely, man. And I'm not saying don't play shows. I'm just saying it's okay to say no. Because mm-hmm. yeah. as you haven't had a lot of experience playing out live, I wish we have said no to more things. Yep. Because some let, some months mm-hmm. we ran ourselves ragged and we were like, we're doing six shows this month. <laughs> were, you, were you guys in a band together? No. No? No. no. Not yet. <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> we're going to start a Michael Bolton <laughs> tribute project. Do you like How an it? EDM thing? Just be like... <laughs> EDM Bolton? Yeah. yeah there we'll you call go. it Thunderbolt. Yeah, that, that'd be nice. Thunderbolt, hell yeah. <laughs> yeah, and don't ever be afraid to fucking, like, if, because the last time that after Atlas, my current band went on tour, we went out to uh, North and South Carolina. And in the agreement, we were supposed to get paid a certain amount and like all this stuff. And at the end of the show, I went to them for the money and they're like, we never agreed on that. They're like, mm. you got a free meal. It's like, well, I didn't fucking eat. Damn, I wasn't the told fuck? that. So I literally went 
into the guy's office and put my phone down. I was like, here was the agreement. Wow. And didn't leave until he gave me the money. Um, and it's happened on more occasions than not. Like, don't let a promoter, regardless of if anybody was at the show or not, if they agreed to pay you, don't let them dick you over. Yeah. Right. Now, some venues, like whenever I ran my venue, we, I, I tried not to do guarantees because it was Clarksburg. Fuck, you don't know how it's going to turn out in Clarksburg ever. Yeah. So it was a lot of like, well, we'll see what we have at the door. And in that case, you know, that's understandable. But don't ever let them dick you over like that. I watched uh, the singer of my old band get into a fight with a, with a promoter, a fist fight in a kitchen in the back of this place that we were playing <laughs> because he refused to pay us. So <clears throat> and you're traveling like you, you, you rely on that. That's your gas. That's your food. Yeah. When you're stringing yeah. gigs together, mm -hmm. I mean, if you got somebody in your project that can, you know, fit the bill, great. I'm not going to hate on you, but I don't come from that. Yeah. And yeah. when you're out on the road and you're putting some things together back to back to back, you have you're counting on these guys mm -hmm. following through with their commitments. Yeah. As small as they seem to be, I'm not leaving till I get that fucking fifty bucks. Yeah. Because we don't yeah. have the money. Like. Yeah. Well, Our drummer's going to have to go around and, you know, hustle his ass on the street mm -hmm. to try to get that 50 bucks back. Yeah, because it'd suck, like, if you, like, went from here to, like, I don't know, Charleston, for example, just Charleston, yeah. like, in-state, mm -hmm. like, you'd be wasting so much time, money, and energy just going from this place to that place and then coming back and not getting a single dollar or engagement, you know? In, in like, suck. three, three and a half hours, that's a good commute on mm -hmm. the road. Like, mm -hmm. if that's all oh, you yeah, have definitely. to drive in a day, you, you're having a good yeah. day. To yeah. me, like, me personally... And this is probably why I never fucking make money playing music. But if I'm playing like in state, like Charleston, Morgantown stuff, like if they can't offer me any money, I don't really care. If I'm going out of state, like if I'm making a trick, then there's got to be something. I you, mean, we do the pro bono rule. Like we go in there, we're like, okay, we've mm -hmm. never been there. This place looks decent. Mm -hmm. You can tell they're doing things, and it's a Friday, Saturday night. People know things are going on. Mm -hmm. We'll gamble on it. But you can't keep going back to that well, yeah, knowing yeah. that you're getting nothing in return. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. Eventually, you have to move on from places like that. Yeah. I mean, the, the places that we played in Charleston was always booked by the same guy, mm -hmm. uh, John Poole. And the first time we played down there, I mean, he got us a hotel room. He didn't guarantee us any money, but he got door cut and booked two shows down there and got us a hotel down there. It was great. That's and, huge. You know, so, it's rare you get that anymore. Yeah. Yeah. That is really cool. Mm -hmm. That's why we like to do a lot of those kind of shows in the summer. It's like if it comes down to it. Camp. Boys were crashing at a rest man. stop. <laughs> yep. I've slept on top of vans. I've slept next to vans on the ground. I've slept in England. Whenever we toured in England, I went to a, it was a, uh, it was like a bus terminal area. And mm -hmm. I just pulled my fucking sleeping bag out and went to sleep on the, on the floor. How was England? Like that sounds crazy. You toured in England. Like, yeah, that's, that's, crazy. that's pretty crazy. It was, it was good. Um, the first time, the second and third time I went over, I got arrested both times and deported, but <laughs> <What? it's good. laughs> at the border. That's right. At the border. Yeah. Have you never heard that? No, I yeah. knew. I, I, I forgot. Yeah. Was, I remember you telling me that story a long time ago and that's yeah. so. Oh, Bonner. Yeah. So I've been <laughs> legally detained in two different countries by the Bobbies. Damn. Yeah. It wasn't that bad. The first time they just held me like in the airport the second time, they actually sent me and my singer to a what they described as a maximum security terrorist holding facility. <laughs> what the fuck? It was great. Ooh, uh, yeah, it was not fun. Um, I kept my mouth shut because at that point, I weighed like 
140 pounds, like literally, like still wearing fucking eye makeup. You're gonna get turned. Down. <laughs> I'm gonna get. Fucked. <laughs> You're gonna get turned down. <laughs> I'm gonna get fucked. <laughs> These guys haven't seen a woman in a while, and I look kind of like a woman. So. Yeah, oh, that's back in your uh, emo mm. lip ring days. Yeah. Oh boy, oh, you mm. would have been the belle of the ball. I was pretty. <laughs> <laughs> I'd make a pretty girl. You know, <laughs> I've been in here for now two years. So. I gotta say, talk like this. Mm. Oh, I haven't touched a woman. <laughs> Oh no! You kind of smell like a woman. No, this uh, told, like th- these were people. Like I was, I was in my cell was with somebody that was a, a Muslim. Um, oh, so these were were oh, these, legitimate these were terrorists. That suspects. like suspected terrorists. Like uh, Lance was in a um, in a cell with a, a Korean guy. So like it wasn't people from England. This was people that were trying to get into England. That they're right. like no. So it wasn't like they're all British. <laughs> Yeah, that's that fucking, fucking nuts. <laughs> I'm just picturing like bullet to Tony from Snatch, like whispering soft nothings <laughs> yeah. in your ear. Well, I, I made the scary. mistake of um, whenever we were like doing like the intake and like the fingerprints and stuff, like the chick that was doing it was fucking sexy. The British accent. <laughs> accent. I was just oh, hitting was, on her the whole yeah. time. Yep. Like, yeah, it didn't work out. She was not having that. And she wasn't have She would have beat my ass too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You could tell she wasn't putting up with any shit. Yeah. Yeah. Not at all. But yeah, that was that was an experience. So, <laughs> but England was fun. It was a lot of fun. So, because we had a record deal from a label over there, we went over there to record recorded the album. Then they put us on tour for thirty days. So it was pretty cool. Damn. Was cool. Mm-hmm. They completely fucked us on our contract, but we got out of it. So legally. So like, do you, you have were, any you illegitimate children? No. In England. No. The the the, the, <laughs> the funny thing about that is like, whenever like I've I've toured. For months and years, and I've only ever had sex with one person on tour, and that was my girlfriend. <laughs> at Hell that yeah, time. dude! Um, Commitment. But the, our, we had a tour manager over there, and uh, he really fucking pissed me off one day because we were in Manchester, and me and our drummer had to piss really fucking bad. So we stopped at the at the venue, and they weren't open yet. And then once they opened up for us to load in, they're like, "Hey, we double booked." So your show's actually down the street now. They moved our show. So we're finding the bathroom, and the manager, our tour manager, was like, we got to go. We got to get to the other venue to set up and all this shit. So they just took off, left me and our drummer in Manchester, England. (laughs) No fucking clue where we're going. Didn't even know the name of the fucking venue. (laughs) Um, So we just leave, and our singer was livid. Um, About two hours later, they found us roaming around, like, the streets, trying to find it, like, asking people, like, there's a venue around here do you know where it's at like do you know the name <laughs> nope um they finally found us well his his comeback to that to make me happy was uh we were staying with the bassist from the band that we were touring touring with over there we we're staying with his mom and he showed up with a case of beer <laughs> a bunch of food me <laughs> and some random chick listen blokes <laughs> I, got, I got this bird here for you yeah <laughs> it was very, very awkward. Wow. I'm just not that I'm not the kind of person that where they were just it. like just have fun with her, like yeah. like and she, she was would... all for it. She's like American band, hell yeah. Oh god. She didn't listen to the music, obviously. She wouldn't have showed up, but <laughs> 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 but but no, it was it was really weird. But yeah, it was it was a lot of fun. If you ever get the chance to, even just to visit, it I fucking love it. I love the history though. I'm a big history buff. So being able to like walk through a graveyard and seeing tombstones from like 1200s and shit like that's, you know, that's it's a trip cool. it's really cool so i guess what uh advice i would have for any aspiring artist looking to get out there is 
Like I said earlier, don't be afraid to say no to things. But also don't be afraid to just fucking go for it. Mm -hmm. You and your buddies, you pack up everything you have. I can't tell. For a year and a half, we had everything packed up in the back of my Subaru (laughs) Crosstrek. Back when we were three dudes with no drummer. And we would just go wherever to play our shit. And it was awesome. Mm -hmm. And it's it's, it's such a good, and you'll, those, it's, even if you don't make it, it's the the experience and the memories. And like, if you're getting, the ultimate field if, trip if is going out just yeah. to play music. Yeah, it's like the, the ultimate experience field should trip. be sick. Yeah, right? like if if you're making enough money to have the tour pay for itself, even if you're just breaking even, being able to do that, it's like it's like a free vacation. Like, yeah, you might not be sleeping in a fucking hotel and you know getting hammered and partying every night, but to me, the best part about touring was always like I've I've gone places that I would never have gone before. I've yeah, seen, if it weren't for music, yeah. Yeah, like it's just like been to New York City, played in New York City, played on the fucking Bowery, played for uh, people for from Rolling Stone. They were doing like an artist thing and they were going to pick the best band. Like it was just the experiences and the memories will always be there. And whether you make it or not, I'm a big advocate of just dropping everything and going for it. Sure. But yeah. That's also yeah, why yeah. I'm still living with somebody else. I don't have my own place. <laughs> I'm single at 32, you know, but... I love it. I absolutely love it. Yeah. So, yeah. so like Chris said, don't ever be afraid to just go for it. <clears throat> yeah. I mean like that, that, that's one of like my biggest drives. Like I don't, I'm not really in it to, you know, get famous either. Mm-hmm. It's, it's more like, that's good. Like yeah. I, I'm in it because like I genuinely love like making music. Like mm-hmm. it's, it's something that's been in my life since I can remember. Yeah. Like, like when I was like little, like my grandma taught me how to play the piano. And like ever since then, like I've always like been involved with music. So like, if I don't make it, like, I'm always, like, it's one of those things where, like, I still did what I loved, yeah. you yeah. know? And also, like, <clears throat> like it, it, like you said, like, it's, a, it's an experience. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I, I can't, like, you know, I, I could die happy because, you know, like, I did what I wanted to do. You put you know? the record out that you made that you're proud of. Yeah, exactly. And no one could t- it's, yeah. it's like winning the belt. You can't take it away. I mean, you can, but there's no one who could take away the fact but that like, you, you did champ. that like you yeah. lived that experience yeah. so like you know like mm-hmm. that's something you can always hold with you so yeah you can hang your hat on that man and when the times are tough that's what will get you through the shit mm-hmm. yeah like when it's like man i i'm hustling i feel like i'm crushing it with this material but for whatever reason it's just not gelling right now yeah your love and your passion to want to create will get you through that because if you're a reactionary person, if you need those dividends to keep you going, yeah, you need, yeah, yeah, you won't exactly. last long. You won't last long. Mm-hmm. Five years, you, you won't make it three. Mm-hmm. Everyone could do something for a couple years. Yeah, it's exactly. Easy. Starting something, it isn't easy, but when you have no expectations, once you get a little taste of something and there's <clears throat> expectations, then that's when it quickly kind of falls apart. Mm-hmm. Because that separates the people who want to be there and don't. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, I don't want to practice two times every week, regardless of what's going on. Yeah. Like, well, yeah, you don't. You, that's what it takes. Don't be afraid to, if somebody, like, if you have this, you know, if, if YES music starts to grow and you bring in more people and everybody has to pull their part and that somebody's not pulling their part, don't be afraid as, like, the, essentially, you'll be the CEO. You guys will be the CEOs of it. Don't be afraid to be like, you're, you're done. Yeah, no, you can, you can, yeah. you can even ask him. Like, I'm very, very picky when it comes to the people I work with. Yeah. Like, if, if they're, if I don't see that they want it as much as us, like, if I don't see that, you know, they are really in it for the right reasons, like, I'm, 
I'm not gonna work with them. Like I'm, not, I'm just gonna be like, hey, like it's not gonna work out. Like I, I want, I want people who are willing to, you know, like actually make a like contribution or whatever, you know, to to what we're trying to do and like willing to work and willing to, you know, grow as a group. So, so are you gonna, um, are you gonna try to get into any kind of like recording? Um, so like the anybody that you know joins. Um, that you'd have like that to where you can provide that for them or would they have to bring their own material um, or how, how, or have you even thought that far ahead at this point? Um, no, mm. I mean, we, we have our own equipment and stuff and mm. if they're, you know, we're not, we're not at the position to where like we can, you know, pay for travels or nothing like that. Mm. But you know, if, if they're willing to travel to us, like we, we have the resources to, you know, like help them out and give mm. them that like step up. Like we have recording equipment, we have, you know, we have, all like resources for them to use. Mm -hmm. It's just, we don't, you know, we're not in the position to just like give them everything. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. You, you don't, know, you, so. you don't just want to hand stuff out. I mean, yeah. yeah. Just, you know, you, you want to work like with if, people if, who if, meet you in the middle anyway. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Send exactly. out an SOS to the real MCs out there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Hit up. Yes. Music, man. They're out there. They're doing things. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't even really necessarily have to be rappers too. Like it can be like yeah. all musicians of like all genres. It can be um, like artists. It can be like, Bands, bands, video bands, editors, yeah. like just different. So it's just going to be like a like basically just a, a, a collective collaboration, like collective. collective. Yeah, we're not that, even. Yeah, we're not even just looking for artists. Like we're looking for like you know graphic designers. We're looking for photographers. Like anything in like the media spectrum. Yeah, that that they think they can like you know. They're just trying to have like a voice get out there a little bit. Like just yeah, pretty much show themselves what they can do, and like build relationships. You much. ever need a good graphic? design guy i got one for you yeah no definitely like sick. send him our yeah. way yeah yeah, yeah. he definitely. does he does great work and he's super easy to get along with i'll just pull, throw that plug out there my man dan smalira <laughs> black design hit him up on facebook he's a bad motherfucker and okay. you're not gonna get more with less but i'll send you that shit online sweet I got you guys i got you yeah that, that's pretty much what we're going for like we want people anyone that can help out the brand pretty much like yeah you got to build a team yeah exactly because you can't do That's it all as for, much yeah. as you want to be a renaissance man and we're you want to wear all rush. these hats we're not russ mm -hmm. you can't do it yeah you can't do it yeah we're not no russes <laughs> like you doing it all yourself for a while may seem like it's going very well but in the end if you've got people around you that are supposed to be helping you and they're not it'll it'll destroy your business Oh yeah, I, I, my business was destroyed that way. <clears throat> and we kind of talked about that earlier about bands where they have the heartbeat and the brain oh, yeah. all in the same guy. Mm. You can't, you mm. can't go about it that way. Everyone has to put in a little bit. Like mm -hmm. you said, it needs to be a collective. It needs to be yeah. a community and a team. Because once that pressure, dude, once they see, they look around and be like, "Man, no one's hungry like I'm hungry." Exactly. They're, they're out and it's done. Yeah, and like I'd like to say that like me and B Major Brandon are like really versatile too with like within sounds like designs editing like a lot of different things too and like i feel like 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 not saying that everybody within this collective in the future needs to be that way but it's also a good thing because like when you think about like like an artist like an artist doesn't just like paint with one color you know what i mean like an artist doesn't just like do one type of art like they like to venture out do different things and like learn new things about themselves as they express themselves so like it needs to be like not like a set job but just like everybody I mean, like, I mean, a set job in a sense, but like more a sense, like everybody needs to like branch out and do their own thing, but keep it in like a professional manner. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. Well, that's awesome. Well, you guys being involved <clears throat> a little deeper in the hip hop 
spectrum, I think there's going to be a lot of opportunities out there for you guys. Because it's so, there's such a welcoming community. You hear about the beast, but a lot of people who don't really get into hip hop don't know is how how much of a community there is of guys wanting to build each other up. Mm -hmm. Shout out Dom. That's what's up. Yeah. Shout out Dom and Zay. (laughs) Yeah. Because they're probably like our only out of state that we branched out and really. Them and I had actually recently made connections with a uh, music producer out of Serbia, believe it or not. I would found him on YouTube. He had like like 500 plays on his video. And like I found a he actually, uh, Damien Alter is his name. And he was, uh, he did the first three tracks on my album. And he, and, produ- he produces a lot of your beats and stuff. Well, yeah, he, he'd yeah, uh, produced three of the beats on my album. And um, we've been talking back and forth. And uh, he, um, me and him are definitely planning on, you know, making this work with us and him. And he's like very willing because he he's he's probably about at our level yeah. in terms of just like you know where he's at like yeah, his he's career, starting so. up yeah. and he's looking for other hungry people yeah and, he, and he's mm-hmm. very talented like very yeah. talented oh, and yeah. I I think he deserves a shot and I think you know as long as we work as a team like I think we can get each other to where we want to be so that's awesome I saw he posted something uh, I think <clears throat> yesterday or it might have been today something about he's gonna do like a um, like a cover. Of like an ASAP Rocky type beat or something. I don't know. It's like some kind of ASAP Rocky song he's gonna do soon. I'm not sure exactly what it is, but I saw it. Yeah, no, he, he's he's definitely talented. So we got so far we have connections out of like DC, um, like Virginia area, and somehow Serbia. <laughs> I, mean, I, don't, <laughs> I don't know how it came about, but yeah, it's just working. So I got like one connection from California. Shot Jai. Um, I, I go by an alter ego when I make my like alternative like um, trap rap kind of stuff. Like I don't know if you guys are familiar with like Lil Peep. You guys familiar with Lil Peep? Well, he makes like alternative like rap trap. Mm. And uh, yeah, I, go, peace. I go by like a alternative Lil Sprout. Just I don't know, just something. <laughs> just something you like, you gotta have off. Lil in your name anymore. Yeah, you have to have Lil. So <laughs> yeah, I, have Lil that's something. my alternative Lil Sprout, and me and him make some music. Like when we go in that sense, like it's pretty cool. Like, mm-hmm. he, he's more Suicide Boys. I'm more like Lil Peep. Right on. Uh, I'm, I feel like I'm just too old for that. <laughs> that like I new, that, like that, it, like, honestly. Yeah, I that, feel like, like you'd new really wave like... of hip hop, like the whole like you know all these. They look like a fucking one of those like Care Bears that you used to get that you could like draw <laughs> goddamn faces and wash it yeah. off. Yeah, like, no, he's, he's definitely are, he he fits that description for <clears> sure. <throat> but like, yeah. it sounds like it. I mean, it's, it's I feel literally like, like it just. <laughs> I feel like if you looked into his music, like you like as a like a rock like alternative rock kind of like that. That's that's what he's. He he pretty much revolutionized where hip hop's going in my yeah. opinion. Because he he kinda took alternative rock and like grunge rock. Like mm-hmm. the melodies and, and like some of the instrumental yeah. samples. And he, he he like mixed it with like trap like eight oh eights and like snares and kicks and stuff like that. And like it's it's oh, interesting. Yeah, yeah, it's it's very cool. When I first heard him I was like, uh but then afterwards I became a pretty diehard fan. I really like little people. I think we can, when you can incorporate a little bit more organic music, some string stuff, some more classic instruments, like what Dre did, he put that shit on the map. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it it adds a little bit more texture to it yeah. because when it's all electronic, a little too, you start venturing into some weird, you know, like EDM territory. I mm-hmm. feel like hip hop has to have a little bit of a organic heartbeat. 
yeah, you know, with the yeah. with the beats and, and, and with the production. And like repetitiveness is like a big thing too. Like I'll search for like instrumentals or like talk to different producers and a lot of the beats just seem very recycled. Yeah. But like when we come across like something that's very organic, <clears throat> something that's very like well strung out, very played, like we're on it. Like <clears throat> I have to say. Yeah, a lot of those producers that sell those beats will just throw like got a verse, got a chorus, got like a kind of a bridge and they'll just yeah copy paste and like exactly there you go, there's your beat you know but whenever i write i i use i i can't play violin or anything but i use a lot of pianos a lot of violins so i fucking love the way it sounds it, it's beautiful if I can ever actually, orchestral yeah. arrangements yeah. like i mean people like multiple people have told me that they could see my stuff in movies because it's more like a soundtrack and not like like cinematic you do write, yeah. you do write mm. soundtracky mm. stuff for yeah. sure i fucking love it it's great it's cool. no i fucking love it too. yeah it's I'm, sexy I, yeah i've been i've been really trying i've been really trying lately to find more cinematic sounding beats because like you don't you don't see that a lot it was mm. like it was, i feel like it was definitely a thing like in the early 2000s like mm-hmm. a lot of like you hear a lot of strings a lot of like mm-hmm. giant kicks in the intros and stuff like that like you don't you don't hear that anymore it's very just like like strictly just like the same drum the whole way through mm-hmm. and stuff and i've been trying to find a lot of more piano sounding a lot of like guitar a lot of like uh i don't know like very big kicks and bass mm-hmm. and stuff like that sound the sound pretty much like 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 a movie so yeah like that's what i've been looking for like but it, it's hard anymore like it's like he said like it's very a lot of the beats sound like very recycled and very like overuses the same stuff every time and so. minimalist like you said there's just not a lot going on mm-hmm. in some of these beats and that's that to me like you're only an mc's only as good as the beat yeah like this oh, isn't definitely. a battle this isn't a battle you yeah, know what i mean like absolutely. you wanted to have that set that vibe where sometimes i like to just listen mm-hmm. to instrumental beats yeah like chill like jazz infused like instrumental oh, yeah, beats to like jazz fusion type beats are sick oh right? dude <laughs> yeah man, like they're those. the best i'm into that shit. they're good to like sleep to study to just smoke relax. to a little yeah, bit relax whatever i mean you're just they're just when you're hanging out and you need something in the background to kind of get you mm-hmm. through the day you know that day after having that cocktail when you're unwinding that's yeah. where those beats are clutch. Yeah, I'll Love literally, I'll literally go to sleep to this like channel called like Chilled Cow or something like that. It only it's just like a live, it's like a twenty four seven live feed of just like low five beats. Yeah, and like I'll just like turn it on, put it on like low volume, and just like go to sleep to that shit like mm-hmm. every night. Yeah, like I gold actually, mind of good stuff. I have like a track on my upcoming album um, where. You actually said it sounds kind of like Biggie Smalls or something like that one, like that. You're talking about Numb. Yeah, Numb. Yeah, track yeah, yeah. four. Um, where it's like it's more of like jazz fusion and like a little bit of funk, but it's mm-hmm. also mixed within rap. It's pretty sick. There is a '70s flavor about some of those beats I that I really it. like. I yeah, love it. I, I like it a cool. lot. Yep. Like See, Dan, you need line. to get you need to come up, man. What? You need to come up in the world and listen to chill beats. Dude, I listen to chill. Step. <laughs> it's the wave right now, dude. <laughs> like, well, like chill step, like dubstep, like the chill. I don't know if you. Yeah. How how can it be? <clears throat> how could there be chill and dubstep? Isn't it all about like the sub drops and? Well, it's, you still have that, but it's a it's not as like in your face. It's, oh, it's okay. very just like all the all the music that surrounds that is very just cinematic. Yeah, it's very yeah. cinematic, very chill. Like it's it's cool. My brother actually introduced it to me mm. and introduced me to it. That was what I was going to do. First <laughs> off, I was going to uh, when I first started like like experimenting with music. I was going to try to rap to dubstep beats because I never mm. really heard it much, and Good I tried luck. it. And yeah, the beats were too much. They're too overpowering. I, I thought about it for a second. I'm like, no fucking yeah, way. Yeah, I couldn't Shit do gets it. crazy. Now, if you could do it, 
Yeah, it was too. It was too overpowering. <clears throat> like yeah. I don't know. I used to do it like because I used to record before I like saved up money and got my own equipment and like did some research. I used to record in like an iPod Touch of a friend's in a like a not like really a basement, but they called it a game room. But it was pretty much a basement. Mm. But uh, yeah, I used to try to like record lyrics like off of a stereo onto an iPod Touch while a dubstep beat was smacking my face, and I just couldn't. I just, yeah, couldn't it's do. overwhelming. You just yeah. can't just take that yeah, like, <laughs> bass ear beating <laughs> boom, like, boom, 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 and I was like, and expect that your your creative flow is just, <laughs> I'm gonna just ride right through this. It's like trying to play a video game and getting a blowjob at the same time it just doesn't really work out that well. Yeah, you hear dudes talking about that, but <clears throat> it's like if you're playing online, your score is gonna suffer. Yeah, you can't pause <laughs> it. Multiplayer online. Like, uh, like, how do you feel about Roadhead? I love it. <laughs> I, I mean, it's it's clearly it. awesome. I it's love clearly it. awesome. I love receiving it. I mean, what? <laughs> it's clearly awesome, but there's a part of me that's like, man, I'm it's a little dangerous. Oh, it is very dangerous, especially oh. at that point. Yeah, I feel like I don't know a lot, lot of bad do. things can happen. <laughs> a lot of bad things. A lot of variables. Funny story. I was driving back from Cleveland once with my ex, <laughs> and um, my car was up there. I forget. I think I was on tour. And I left my car there because we were based out of Cleveland at the time. And uh, my girlfriend at the time's mom drove us up there to get my car. Hot. And because uh, our last show was down here. And I think our singer was going to New York City or something. So he wasn't going back there. So drove me up there to get my car. On the way back, <clears throat> obviously her mom drove by herself. I was riding with my girlfriend. She was giving me roadhead on the way back. And her mom texts her. She's like, what are you doing up there? Because she was right behind us. And she's like, nothing. She's like, are you giving him head? <laughs> oh, my <laughs> no God. Way. I swear to God. She was really, she was, she didn't give a shit. We lived together. She knew what we did, but yeah. It's it was, like, uh, Mom, why don't you go ahead and just go around? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you perv. <laughs> it was pretty funny. Though. Wow. But yeah. But yeah, it is, it's very dangerous. It is. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I can't enjoy it. I'd rather just wait. Really? Crazy. I felt that too. Call me crazy. Honestly. You can't. I'm, 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 I've never like, finished. I've never finished in a roadhead oh. scenario. Maybe just because I'm, you know, trying to focus on what's going on. <laughs> yeah. a lot of bad drivers out there, man. <laughs> well, I'm big on like the whole. Like we could get caught doing this. Like I. I oh, it. okay. Cool. I See, it. yeah, a public place mm. bang. Now that's yeah. kind of cool. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. But I don't know. There's only so much multitasking that can go on. <laughs> it's like I don't want to be driving. You know, getting the beach mm. and then trying to take a selfie. Getting the maybe beach. send a quick tweet out or something real quick. <laughs> quick <tweet. laughs> yeah, it's just too yeah, much well, going on. Well, then just drive and get. Don't don't be trying to get on your phone while you're doing it too. That's you gotta adjust the AC. You know, turn you off the radio. Adjust it, yeah. <laughs> be like, oh, it's a little. I got a. I got, I made a roadhead mix. Let me go ahead and just find that on my phone real quick. Michael Boublier. <laughs> Michael Boublier. What would be What would be on the roadhead mix? Um, what would you? I feel like it'd be like a mixture of things. Like it'd be like some like, you know, up upbeat music. You know, yeah. it'd be some like sad music. It, it depends <laughs> on your girl. If your girl's yeah. wild, you want dubstep, like you said. <laughs> <laughs> if she's chill, you want like the weekend and Michael Jackson. <laughs> the weekend. Michael Jackson. Yeah. I'd like to put on like maybe some Tony Bennett. Maybe make it try to make it classy, classy <laughs> it up a little. Kenny G. Maybe maybe some Beethoven. Beethoven. Some Beethoven. You gotta have I'm not a, trying to fall asleep. <laughs> <laughs> That's what the head's for. It's a nice balance. I don't know. Sometimes. You, you gotta make sure you time it out right there. Like you gotta like finish like 
right like within five minutes of your destination or else like you might wreck from falling asleep <laughs> afterwards like can't be like a long drive like maybe like the beethoven and like the head would like balance it out like he said and so like you'd be like honestly it's like you're like regularly driving so you're just like this right <laughs> you know what i mean so like it's like smacking but like the beethoven's putting you to sleep so you're like just regular out you know like regular. just like an equalizer yeah, yeah. <laughs> I knew a dude who nearly got the tip of his penis bitten off in a fellatio related accident. Um, that hurts me to think about. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, he, there was like a neighbor had a propane tank like explode and he was getting, you know, that oh, afternoon shit. delight <clears throat> kind of going on. And it just, you know, of course, it was this huge commotion. And, you know, the shaft was in, in the mouth and she just. <laughs> Inadvertently, you know, was just startled. She just bit down on his oh, dick, man. and he had to get uh, the tip of his penis mm. like reattached. It was like halfway Damn, bit fuck, off. <laughs> fuck that shit. I imagine the surgery being very awkward too. Yeah, like, there were there God. was a tough there was a tough recovery period. <laughs> so what happened? How this? Well, there was a ruckus. There was a ruckus. Hank Hill wasn't there in time. Yeah. yeah. God damn it. <laughs> good times. This is what this show's all about. Yeah. I dig it. I dig it. Well, it wasn't, and then they had me on, and yeah. now it's depreciated it's quickly. Very much. We haven't released an episode with you in it yet either, so we'll see. Feeling it out. This is your first episode? That was his second episode, but the other one that he was on hasn't released yet. So, <laughs> well, when it's my band, as you know, we you can put oh, yeah. all the accountability mm -hmm. on us. Be like, yeah. listen, we had these guys. Yeah. It's not you my just fault. Got that voice though, like they were saying earlier. How long yeah. have you guys been doing this? Uh, like, like how long have you guys been like doing this? Like, like, uh, like this podcast or the podcast? Just like company? podcast in general. Like, mm -hmm. you guys are really natural, really good with it. Like, this is my first time I appreciate ever, that, because like, this is like the third yeah. time ever I've ever done it. Yeah. Um, I'm a noob. We've, we <laughs> we recorded the very first episode of Wasted in June, so six months. Uh, the first episode that we've done as far as podcasting, we recorded in March oh. or April uh, for our D&D podcast. So yeah, you guys so. sound like really, like, like in my opinion, professional, like with... The way you guys sound, the way you guys have the setup and everything. Like, it, like whenever I came in here and saw this, I was a little blown away, to be honest. I've never... This, this is all the, Dan, this the is Daniel our, magic right Yeah, here. this is our very yeah, first interview is, in general. Yeah. Like, yeah. like, period. Yeah, this is, like... Is it going as, as well as you would oh, have hoped? Oh, definitely. Yeah. I, I love it. <laughs> I think it's great. You're like, yeah, you know, the guy with the glasses was, he was nice. <laughs> <laughs> there was this other to, fucking guy. I try to, I try to stay tame. Like, you know, a little bit. You got to smooth it out. Cause yeah. you know, I got one. There's got to be a balance. We can't both be that way. Right. You know, right. Like yeah. not on this. Like, you know, normally it's fine. Cause we're typically that way. Especially on days like today. Yeah. I feel like there's just REM, everybody hurts playing in my background music of my mind, <laughs> like all day today. <laughs> like, that's how I feel. Yep. <laughs> that's how I feel. I feel like I just want to lay back and just sulk. <laughs> I fucking actually walked upstairs, like, towards the end of the game, because this is my brother's house. He lives upstairs. Um, and I was playing Mad World. Like, towards the end of the Dallas game. Oh, yeah. Just playing nice. I walked into the living room. He had company over. I'm like, <laughs> I'm trying to vent. Yes. 
All but, day after uh, everybody leaves. Yeah, I'll yeah. Was... Lay under this table and furiously masturbate until I <laughs> fucking die. Until <laughs> you become dehydrated. Mm-hmm. You have kidney failure. <laughs> Weren't you recently hospitalized, Daniel? Uh, Would, I was in the w- ER Wouldn't you want to talk about that real quick on we, the... Uh... We could talk about And that. then I'd like to share everybody's funnest ER story. Oh, oh God. <laughs> so for two weeks now, <laughs> I that'll be have fun. <laughs> had this fucking stabbing pain in my side that's been wrapped like in my rib that wrapped around clear to my back didn't really think anything of it until about wednesday i started started radiating radiating into my chest i was like i know i'm 32 but i'm too young to fucking stroke out or have any kind of like lung issue so obviously being the brilliant human being that i am i decided to google it and it was like anywhere from Ooh, the old self-diagnosis lung clot like uh, warning signs of a stroke or a heart attack, um, syphilis, which I know that wasn't it because I can't get laid to save my life. Um, <laughs> that's from the England days, though. That's that's that European <laughs> syphilis. Europe, yeah, yeah. It lays dormant it's for dormant years. For 10 years, and that goes back. Um, but now I went to the ER, and they did like CAT scan, EKG, all that, ran my blood, maybe lay there for hours. I actually fell asleep. In the, <laughs> I just fell asleep. It was just boring. Um, and came back as a... Inf- uh, inflamed muscle that attaches your rib to your sternum and it's inflamed and like swollen and it causes the pain to go clear around your side and into your chest and yeah so like I legit thought I was like it's scary it, dude it, it is I mean dealing you know, with the heart man that mm-hmm. stuff gets scary yeah. really quick mm-hmm. yeah that's well the I'm only glad you're good went in. I'm glad yeah. you're good yeah and I made it out to Chris's show the next night he did he was a <laughs> warrior holding my fucking ribs and all just like yeah. <laughs> yeah he was he had like a <laughs> old man slumped to him <laughs> just kind of in the corner just it's like <laughs> these damn kids and their loud music <laughs> yeah but i appreciate that i know you had to soldier through it to make it but mm. i'm sure jed was very supportive even though he's not being supportive of us right now for every one injury that i have he loses another thing <laughs> he went bald at 23 oh man God. He brutal has, he has ibs and has for years he just got recently diagnosed with glaucoma and he went back for a checkup and they found that he has cataracts and he's only 27. Jeez. Damn. Yeah. For real? His for real. suck, man. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Yeah, that's unfortunate. Right well, he there. makes fun of me for being old all the time, so that's just yeah. his fucking karmic day. That's a terrible yeah. karma. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is. He's falling apart quickly. Yeah. It's all that power lifting Shout shit. Shout out, Judd. Yeah, power lifting. Power lifting. Powerless is self out of bed every day it's about all the lifting he does <laughs> yeah power lifting isn't eating both the cupcakes in the hostess pack buddy i only have we like one er story when i was like a senior in high school um we had this thing called bub day and it's where <laughs> bub day. everybody like was to dress up like a redneck or whatever and so it was like six thirty, six, something like that in the morning whenever it happened i remember the specific time because it was traumatic but um <laughs> I, I pulled out, I pulled out a belt. Now. I pulled out a belt. Because it like like the belt had a buckle on it. And it was like this horse. It was very stereotypical. So like I went to cut a hole in it because it was too big for me. It slipped and I actually have a scar on my finger. Like I almost cut my finger off. And so it was like about going on seven in the morning. My dad's rushing me to the hospital. And uh, they were like sewed me up and everything and asking me like what had happened. And I told him I was like cutting a hole in a belt for bub day. And then, like, so, like, after I told them that, like, they had numbed me, and then they went and got, like, a, uh, like, a student, like, a student nurse, 
or whatever. And he came back and he like started sewing me up and he messed something up and then had to like take it out and do like additional stitches. So I ended up with like 12 or 13 stitches on this one finger because the guy messed up and I was there for like three hours. Damn. It, was, it was rough. <laughs> I hated it. <laughs> it's kind of funny though. I got out At of least school. it wasn't the tip of your penis. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. That going for you. That's right. <laughs> Yet. That's right. Don't, don't, yeah, you don't count it out. Your girlfriend here. You do something wrong. She's gonna <laughs> yeah. sever your penis while you're sleeping and throw it out the window of a moving car. We've talked about that. We we don't. <laughs> Why? Why the fuck would you talk about that? Like John Bond. Put it on ice. Bitch. Put it on ice. <laughs> Are they normally this quiet, you two? Or do they normally talk a lot? Uh, she talks a hell of a lot. Yeah. <laughs> she loves talking. But I'm pretty quiet. Yeah. I just, if you hear her talking, if you get her talking, she'll talk about everything. <laughs> <laughs> so what about you, Bob? What do you got? What do you what kind of uh admitted to a facility story you got? Shit. I mean, I've been in the ER probably more times I can count on twenty fingers. Like I've I've broken probably 20 bones in my whole life. I don't know if I have like a specific crazy story in the ER because I've been there so many times. But I mean, there was one time where I sat in the ER for probably four or five hours with like, my, I broke, I broke my foot in a uh, ATV accident and I probably broke like 20 bones in it. And uh, whenever they were going for my x-ray, they were like, okay, I need you to stand on your broken foot. Like, just, like, lift up your other lift up your other leg and stand on your broken foot for this x-ray. What? Which was probably the most painful thing I've ever had to go through in my life. Because, like, my foot was completely shattered. Jeez. And, like, yeah. I, I would have told them to fuck themselves. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I, was, <laughs> Honestly, I mean, there like, were tears. Mm. <laughs> there were tears Daniel's rolling down my eyes. doing what he does best. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there were tears rolling down my eyes. Like, it was the worst thing I've ever had to go through in my life, like. Dude, it's a crude business, the healthcare industry. Yeah, and then crude business. And then on top of that, I went to the. Uh, I had like a a whole like foot leg cast for my foot, and then I went to the uh, like actual like bone specialist or whatever like a week or two after that, and they're like, oh, you don't even need this. Like you just need like a little little brace for your foot. Like I, I've been like walking around with crutches and a, a fucking like a whole ass leg brace. For like two weeks, and he's like, "No, you don't. You just need a little, like a little boot for this." I was like, "What the fuck?" Shout out WB Healthcare. Yeah, yeah. no shit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Needs to be some uh, improvements there in the healthcare industry. A little bit. If that's what's going on, I just want your money. <laughs> that's pretty much yeah, all it no is. Doubt. You don't have insurance. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> yep. Yeah. When whenever they ask me about, like, they're asking like, you know, bowel movements, all this stuff. I just told the doctor. Um, she's like, any irregular, you know, bowel movements, anything like that? I'm like, 3 a.m. sheets is a normal thing, so you tell me. Yeah. <laughs> That's like, sporadic at this point. I'm 32, and I eat sheets a lot, so. I'm more of a gecko not, guy. Wait, what? Gecko? I'm, I'm a gecko guy. See, being in, Underrated. Now, now that I'm uh, working in Morgantown more, mm-hmm. I've been eating it a lot more, because it's the closest place to where I work, so I've actually, I, it's I underrated. It. Yeah, oh yeah. It's I, underrated. I it. Slept mm. on. Mm. But it's, the a, under, but, it's the underdog. Everyone yeah. wants to talk MTO, MTO. <laughs> Get go, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> bitch. <laughs> what about you, Chris? What's your craziest ER story? I feel like you're leading into something brutal. <laughs> like, I feel like something's happening. Yeah, he's been plotting this whole conversation. Uh, right? I've been thinking about it because I played a, a lot of rugby 
in my oh, day. Oh, shit, yeah. So I got some pretty vicious stories mm. with that. But believe it or not, the most brutal doctor's office healthcare visit scenario was when I was in college. Mm. And I was dating a girl who I found out... It was a dude? <laughs> it was a crying game scenario. <laughs> no, I uh, mm. was dating this girl I found out was just banging a lot of other dudes. So Looks I got like real 90% scared. 90% of my relationships. <laughs> <laughs> Am I telling a familiar story? <laughs> All right, I'm, I'm hurt. Everyone can relate <laughs> at some level. I might actually be suffering heart failure now. <laughs> um, so there wasn't like anything going on per se, but I needed a psychological like reprieve. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I got to go get checked out. I didn't realize at the time what would be involved with doing that. If you don't know, they shove a Q-tip. Actually, it's bigger than a Q-tip. Down your piss hole. Yeah, I've, yeah. I've Fuck that. It's like it's like mm-hmm. uh like they're loading a musket. Like they yep. shove that, they pack that thing down in there. <laughs> See, make sure my, they get all the gobbly gook. For my take dick, it out. Just use normal for later because it's so sh- short. <laughs> 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 but no, I've had that happen, dude. Or I've had to, you know, some experiences where I've had to go and have that done. And mm-mm. and then yeah, no thanks. They take the blood <laughs> uh, and they make you wait like four or five business days mm-hmm. to tell you, you you don't have AIDS. So yeah. you get a good like four or five days to think about like, man. Yeah, you're just worried as fuck. Oh, <laughs> like, I got yeah. AIDS. I'm not Magic Johnson. I don't have the resources. Like I am done. <laughs> yeah, they, I'm never going to make it. So uh, one funny thing about that whole experience though is I, <laughs> I saw a buddy of mine from high school in the clinic in the waiting room. <laughs> Dude, that is a weird thing. You're like, What's up? What's up? You give him like the the head nod. You don't say anything because you're obviously not going to talk by talk like a, about why like you're a mutual there. Understanding, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you just kind of give him. When I walked out, I just you know gave him the room <laughs> <threw him> adapt. <laughs> Put the universe out there, the good vibes. Yeah. But yeah, I think getting uh, tested was by far the worst <laughs> worst medical experience I've ever had. And I've had broken bones reset. I've had my shoulder fucked up a million times. My ankle, mm. con- multiple concussions. I've mean, got a nice little track record at the at the ER, but I think that was by far the worst. Yeah. The waiting, and then obviously the 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 tip. Yeah, it wasn't just the tip. <laughs> you know? They pull out that Q-tip, and you're just like, it's going where? Yeah, I'm like you gonna clean my ears for me? <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. Like, it's like at first I thought they were gonna do like a mouth swab. Mm. I was like, oh, that's not gonna. Go. That's not going in there. She's like, I'm going to need you to take off your pants. <laughs> you want to talk about crushing. Especially but, whenever it's like a female. Because like obviously the, my, my, my penis runs away. And it, it's it, just like. There's a shaming element that's going on too. <laughs> it's like, well, if you would have remained abstinent, yeah. this wouldn't have happened. And you're like, bitch, I guarantee you. <laughs> yeah, be like you got chlamydia in 1973. Don't judge yeah. me. <laughs> he was cute. You saw him at the mm. at the diner. He ordered you a malt, and before you knew it, oh, fucking malt. <laughs> 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 oh, good times though. Good good round. Good round table <laughs> chat, gang. That was fun. 
All right. So Chris has to leave in like eight minutes. So is there anything else that you guys wanted to discuss that we didn't cover since we just talked about dicks and weird shit all day? <laughs> Not just dicks. We <laughs> talked know. about yeah, the I road. I know. Just I'm tired of Jed. Say- this is a public service announcement to Jed. I do not only talk about dicks. Although I might have referenced them a couple of times <laughs> today. <laughs> I love you, Jed. Yeah, well, I, I know I know. there's one thing I think we uh, want to cover, and I, I think you can talk more about this, is uh, he's actually working on an album that's going to be coming out. I'm, I'm planning soon, on April, actually. April? Uh, I, I'm planning on April. I've um, been taking a good bit of time with it. I've actually uh, re-sang and edited the intro four times now. It's completely done. <laughs> but... Um, it'll be 10 tracks. Uh, the title of the album I'm going to announce publicly here for the first time is Thinking Too Much. It's, um, it's kind of about an album about pretty much like finding yourself and also just like analyzing like the, uh, like the critical, not, not really depressive things in your life, but just kind of like thinking about like things that you typically like overlook or just like things that you don't typically like dive deep enough into like like pretty much like yourself like your social engagement relationships like just different things like that and um there's gonna be like some hype songs in there too for like the party people but mm. it's mostly just kind of like about finding yourself just thinking too much thinking about yourself i appreciate that kind of heady rap mm-hmm. man yeah, like uh, uh like i'm a big like lupe fiasco oh hell yeah you know what i mean yeah, like dude. i like that heady rap i like that stuff yeah like there's a lot of like um like wordplay into it a lot of uh like similes, metaphors, like just a bunch of little things, just like you know, little tongue teasers kind of thing, like going on stuff like that. Oh, yeah. I um, like I'm looking really forward into it. Um, I can send you guys like a few, like I have a few songs too, like that I have like recorded in like my email and stuff. I can send to you guys too, but just you know, listen to just see what you guys think. Too. That would be awesome, definitely. Yeah, yeah I, I personally, personally for me, I think <clears throat> 2019 is going to be a huge year for us personally. I agree. Because we we have our foundation, it's not the strongest foundation, but we have something under us that we can really push off of for the next year. Like, like I have my first album out. He's gonna be dropping his first album very soon, and and after that, it's pretty much just you know promotion, promotion, promotion. Yeah, because like the date could change too for me too. Like it might not be April, might be sooner, might be maybe slightly later, but no later than like May tops. But like we do have a foundation, like you said, and like. Like, and shout out to all those people too, like they go on like our live feed and stuff whenever mm-hmm. I get on, or like the people that like send me messages and stuff. Like it's very, very encouraging, very cool. But I just have just one piece of advice for releasing stuff: if it's not done, don't set a release date ever. Absolutely, Things that's yeah. that's why I have. I agree. Like it's I've dealt with that so many times. Like la- labels like to do that shit. They'll be like, "Hey, this is releasing this this time. You have to get this done," and you, you end up putting out a mediocre project that if you took the time on could be so much better right that's so, why i've been so, doing yeah, that with so, this one so it's especially for your is it this is your first album yeah i originally had another one but i um i didn't release it at the time just because like actually thanks to brandon like i became somewhat of a perfectionist when it came to like recording because it's a record you know what i mean like you, yeah, oh, yeah. you take time with it you make sure it's perfect because like a lot of my earlier stuff like i release and hear like scratches or like something i could go back and easily fix if i was mm-hmm. taking more time that's why with this one, I haven't set a date yet just because it means a lot to me for one. So, like, mm-hmm. like there could be, like, 100,000 people that listens to this or, like, 10. 
and like no matter what the number is i'm still going to feel like appreciation just because that made me feel good you know what i mean yeah. so like that's why i've been taking a lot of time with this one but like the last album i had i set a date for uh, i was going to drop it on 420 you know rapper stuff or whatever but <laughs> like it I feel didn't. like it's a little stereotypical <laughs> yeah <laughs> it didn't come out it didn't come out yeah well the good news is you're gonna be putting it out to make sure it's the official soundtrack of the summer absolutely <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's I awesome, st- I still have a track. That first that album's <laughs> always your baby, too, man. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's yeah. your baby. Yeah, I still have a track it's supposed, that was supposed to come out last summer that <laughs> I haven't released yet because oh, I, yeah. I didn't think it was, I didn't think it was can, good enough for last summer. Title? So I don't care. Roses are red, right? Uh, no, no, no. I was, I was talking about uh, Catch a Vibe. Oh. It was supposed to be like my, my summer track. Oh, right? yeah. <laughs> I'm all right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But no, yeah, I actually, I actually had an album that was supposed to release uh, in January that I haven't touched because like it's an album that means a lot to me, and I want mm-hmm. it to be like very, very like as good as I can possibly make it. So oh, absolutely, it's kind of good you've been yeah. off social media though, because I feel like because like you're the type where like you'll you like promote it and like show people and stuff instantly. So like imagine if you've yeah. been on there to show them. Like, yeah, I haven't even I haven't even like officially <laughs> dropped clouds on social media. Like no one really even knows that I'd even dropped it yet. Like, Unless they're actively following along. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like as soon as I, I you promise, some views though going on for like not even promoting yeah, it whatsoever. Yeah. But yeah, as soon as I'm back on social media, like it's game over. Like people are gonna be getting clouds thrown in their face. Like so, just be sure to remind all the good people where to find that shit when it drops. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, hey. SoundCloud.com slash B Major. B major spelled B M A E J O R. And that's yeah. all she wrote. <laughs> My project wrote. is soundcloud.com slash B minor. <laughs> I'm going to take sharp. all of your beats <laughs> and rap about dicks with Chris. <laughs> Soundsky.com slash no, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm actually not going to do that because B minor and rapping about dicks, that just comes off really wrong. <laughs> oh, man. Minor, I, yeah. I, yeah. I think it's funny. I think, <laughs> I think it's funny, too. But I, I, I said it, it yeah, and I was like, just go for it. Yeah, okay, yeah. Like, own it. Own it. Own that shit. Random, <laughs> random funny, <laughs> random funny story. My my stage name was originally B White. Like it wasn't like because my my name is Brandon White. So you know in sports yeah, I was people, always called B White. People wouldn't really like get that yeah. because they're just yeah yeah. No, I was I was thinking to myself. I'm like, man, that can come off very racist. Like, real bad. Yeah. <laughs> like it, it could, people could like look at that and be like, you know, he's trying to promote like you know. To like to is be this guy going to be sick <laughs> hailing like, when he comes out on stage? Yeah. No I was like, yeah, who you I, are, be white. I, I, I trashed out of me. I was like, nope. No, <laughs> that's not going to happen. Good call. So. Good call. Yeah. My first rap name was actually a battery, Alkaline. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what the fuck do I do? Like, like what's my rap name going to be? And I was like, I'll just be a battery. And like, <laughs> I was like, Alkaline for like three weeks. <laughs> three weeks, I think. And then yeah, I that's, about, that's about how um, long the lifespan for be white was, too. So. <laughs> You live and you learn. <laughs> you live and you learn. All right, any last little something, something you guys got? Uh, what, what do you got for the people? What do you want to leave them with? <laughs> support know. the motherfucking artists. I, I love you all that like support me. I love my mom. Um, I love your mom too. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, shout out to everybody that's riding with me. Um, Gandhi, I'd like to get in touch with you soon. I've been talking to you. Well, not talking to you, but about to talk to you soon. <laughs> I've been yeah. creeping on your social media, <laughs> I've been, I've been but I'm going to DM you right? soon. Yeah. I've, been, I've been heavily watching every move that you do, <laughs> and you don't know it. Ish, I don't, I don't even know. Like, I, like, like I'm, I'm pretty much just like a... I don't even know what I'm doing at, at this point. Like, I'm just kind of like 
testing the waters. Like, I don't I don't know where I'm heading, but mm. for anyone who is actually riding with me, like I fuck with you guys. Like I got I got a very very small cult following right now. So shout out to those guys. But fucking a. and everybody that's interested, let's work like anything. Yeah. SOS to the MCs and anybody. <laughs> yeah, this is <laughs> yeah this is, this is your calling right now. Like hit us up. Yeah, we put the tags down. <laughs> Reach out. We appreciate you guys coming on today, man. Hey, we this appreciate inter- you this guys. This interview was a lot of fun today. It was a lot of fun. Back in the shit, back in the shit like it's mine now. Thankful bit drinking a fifth for my mind now. Fuck it up, everybody have a little bit of fun right now. I just want to live, I just want to live life now. I just want to live, I just want to live life now. I just want to live, I just want to live life now. Drinking a fifth for my mind now. I just wanna live.